Welcome to the best of sold-out sports talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. Up-close conversations with high-impact personalities from the world of sports and entertainment. Follow Roman on Twitter and Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3. Today's show will feature interviews with Team USA Olympic track gold medalist Sonia Richards-Ross and former Florida State quarterback Chris Ricks of Fox Sports. Visit FSPN.net for all things faith, family, and sports 365 days a year. And follow Roman on Facebook at the Roman Gabriel III fan page. Now talking with Olympic gold medalist Sonia Richards-Ross, here's Roman Gabriel III. Oh, awesome. I am here with the four-time uh, four Olympic gold medalist, uh, 400 relay as well as the 400. Her last victory uh, was in the 2012 uh, London Olympics is gold, but she, uh, but uh, in, incredible record in USA Team USA track, and uh, she has an incredible book that's coming out uh, called Chasing Grace: What the Quarter Mile Has Taught Me About God and Life. Uh, Sonia Richard Ross with us on Sold Out. Sonia, how are you? I'm awesome, Roman. Thank you so much for having me, and thank you for that awesome introduction. I really appreciate it. Well, it's always great to have somebody that served their country and went out there and represented the USA and did, did it in such a wonderful fashion. And uh, what better way to uh, tell your story than to do it in book form? And, of course, if you want to get this book, it's really easy. You can pre-order at Amazon.com or on Barnes & Noble, anywhere books are sold. And she's got a big tour coming up, so tell me about this big tour, and I know you're excited about it. I am super excited. I will not be home in June at all. <laughs> I'll be traveling to some of my favorite cities to do talks um, as well as signing for Chasing Grace. And actually, Chasing Grace and Run With Me, I have two versions um, that are coming out on June 6th. One is for adults and Run With Me are for kids ages 8 to 12. Um, and my team book will be out top of next year. So I am just so excited. I'm so happy I waited, Roman, until my career was over because writing a book takes a lot of work. Um, but it was such a wonderful journey to really explore all of my experiences and to figure out what were most important moments for me that I wanted to share with the world to hopefully inspire other people to do great things. Well, I love what you said. After each failure in life, I learned that only faith and God's grace will carry you across the finish line. And uh, yeah. obviously the Christian uh, life, the Christian walk, the Bible, there's so many uh, ways that uh, track and field and, and of course the Greek Olympics and Paul talked a lot about running the race. So I'm sure you understand those things very well. Absolutely. And I think what, you know, the biggest takeaway that you get from the book is that for me, I was, you know, as a young person, I was always chasing something, chasing something. As I got older, it was, you know, records and um, medals and all of these things. But ultimately, you know, I was fortunate to run into grace. And I realized that it was not really about a physical race, but about a spiritual race and becoming the best person that I could be and um, glorifying God as much as I could through my journey. So, you know, the 400 is where the toughest race is on the track. And, you know, there are times when life gets pretty tough, too. So many of the lessons I learned to conquer the 400, I feel, are absolutely helping me to live the best life that I can. Okay, so, Sonia, the question I have for you, being a former professional football player and being involved in sports my whole life, I was great as long as I had a ball in my hand. But if someone told me, <laughs> we usually got punished for running, which was which kind of right. hurt things maybe. So tell me, what makes someone like yourself want to run a grueling race like the 400 and make that your life's mission? <laughs> I don't know, Roman. 
can tell you one thing, you know, I tell you one thing, you know, running always came natural to me. And I think whenever you're doing something that you feel like is really a gift, you do feel closer to God. So for me, whenever I was out at training and practicing and running, I always felt like I was doing what I was born to do. And many times I felt like that's when I had my most revealing moments. I, you know, worship moments and my prayerful moments were on the track. But in the first chapter of the book, I think it's actually the introduction, I actually say, I did not choose the 400. The 400 chose me, <laughs> you know, because you don't really sign up for the 400. But I, I learned to love the race. And I love the fact that it was as much as a physical test as it was a mental test. And, you know, uh, my coach gave me four strategy, uh, a strategy called the four P's, which the book is actually broken into the four sections. It's called Push Pace position poise with a secret P always being prayer. So, um, you know, but the, the 400 taught me a lot. And I'm very, very grateful that I did eventually find the 400 because that's where I had tremendous success on the track. So I'm really blessed to have had that. Sonia Richards-Ross is with us, a four-time Olympic gold medalist in the 400. And if you want to get her book, go to SoniaRichardRoss.com. Check out this beautiful book called Chasing Grace and Her Story. Uh, or you can check her out on Twitter at Sonia Richie Ross on Twitter, or you can go to Barnes and Noble or Amazon.com. And uh, Sonia, you know, one of the things uh, that many people out there talk about in their life is is going after their dreams and goals. I know I do a junior mm-hmm. high and high school program called Sold Out, where we teach kids about you know never giving up on their dreams and goals and and, and yeah. going for those and setting their uh, setting up high their expectations. Um, how can you set expectations as high as you did reach them what is it like i mean to win one gold medal but to win four and to have been such a huge force in so many olympic games uh well first of all thank you so much and i think for me i always had a desire to be great um and i think that was innate you know as a young person i always thought that i could do great things but that was also for sure nurtured by having an amazing family and tremendous tremendous support from my mom and dad and my sister who came to every track meet and, you know, encouraged me along the way. Um, I think also, Roman, what I learned too was when you set lofty goals, you are setting yourself up and you're vulnerable to failure. And you can't be afraid to fail because, you know, those are the things that strengthen your character, but also help you to redefine your goals and, you know, most of the times motivate you even more. And so for me, it was the most fulfilling experience of my life to what I like to say, run into my fairy tale and finally win that individual gold medal in London. It's hard to put into words what that moment was like. It was made even more special because my entire family was there and I got to share it with them. But, you know, it's an amazing thing when you set a goal for your life, work really hard, go through the ups and downs, and then actually accomplish it. It's, It's incredible. And, Sonia, you've had great opportunities because of the Olympics, which is usually the story. When someone wins the Olympic Games, so many opportunities open up and, you know, we talk to athletes all the time about using their platform, and it sounds to me that uh, those things that opened up for you, you've taken full advantage of that. Well, I've certainly tried to. I think that our greatest responsibility, no matter what, where we find success, is to always kind of reach a hand back and to always share and give with others. So, you know, for me, some of the greatest moments of my life aren't standing on top of the podium, but being able to give back to the community. I had a great program in Jamaica for seven years that helped over 700 kids learn to read on their grade level. And, you know, when you get the email from that kid who went on to college and says, you know, this was a pivotal point in his career, those things mean so much more to me than, um, or sorry, I said career, but in his life, 
you know, those things mean so much more to me than, you know, standing on top of the podium. So, yes, I absolutely think as, as athletes and role models and celebrities, you know, it's, it's very important that we use our platform to inspire others and to do good in the world because the world needs it. And so I'm very happy and I take that role uh, very seriously. Okay, so not only did you accomplish the great things you did, but you're married to a young man in Aaron Ross who won two Super Bowls <laughs> yes. with the Giants at cornerback, and you guys yes. did a reality show called Glam and Gold on the Wii TV starting in 2013. How was that in terms of you know your lives being open book to everybody on that show? Yeah, you know, taping Glam and Gold was one of the most fun experiences I had with my family. Um, and I have tried to be an open book, whether that's on social media or, you know, through the reality show. But I think for us, it was really about trying to show a very loving family, of course, going through ups and downs, but ultimately always trying to get back together and always support each other. So it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. You know, I would love the opportunity again if the timing was right. Um, but I thought it was a great opportunity for growth. And I talked about that experience in the book as well. Okay, so you need to tell me how big this trophy room is between your husband and you. I mean, the Super Bowl and the Olympics is probably the two biggest things that happen in the world in sports. You guys kind of <laughs> got a lot of gold and silver and bronze in that room, don't you? Is it insured? I mean, I know we need to. It's funny. When we lived, we moved about two years ago. And as you can imagine, Roman, when our careers, and we were at the height of our careers, we weren't home a lot. You know, he was in New York and. I traveled all over the world a lot. And in our first home, we had built out a really nice trophy room. And since we've moved, we haven't had a chance to do that. And now babies come in and it's all about nursery and everything. So, you know, we do have a cool area in our home where we have our trophies and stuff. But, you know, like I said, it's, it's cool to have those things. But for us, it's the memories and, you know, the journey was just, you know, that's so sweet. that That's just icing on the cake for us. Sonia Richards-Ross is with us, four-time Olympic gold medalist with the new book, Chasing Grace, What the Quarter Mile Has Taught Me About God and Life, available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble for pre-order, and then on her website at Sonia Richards-Ross. And uh, Sonia, you know, running that race is so symbolic of the Christian life in terms of how difficult it can be sometimes, how you have to rely on that grace you talked about. But is there is there a scripture that you hung on to during your career that you really, really meant a lot to you? Um, there are a couple. You know, the one that I would always say when I stood on the start line was that I could do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And a lot of times when you stand on that start line, especially at the Olympic finals, you are so nervous, you have so much self-doubt, and it kind of, you know, sometimes it will, you know, it cripple you. And so I always want, I always reminded myself that I can do anything if I just trust and believe in God. And I always also said that, you know, he who has started a good work with me will see it to completion. And so you know, it's always that I know that God has planted this amazing seed in my heart. And, I, you know, I knew I could win Olympic gold medal. And if I just kept leaning on God and trusting him, that it would that it would happen. So, you know, there's just, I, I, for me, the, the, the thread of my life has always been to just be an open vessel to God and have him use me. And sometimes, you know, those moments were tough. <laughs> you know, when I, when I won the bronze medal in um, Beijing, when I was favored to win gold, you know, that was one of the toughest moments of my life, but it was also the time when I felt closest to God. So I thank him for that um, failure and disappointment because it, you know, it drew me closer to him. And when I won in London, even though I had always wanted it, always wanted to win the gold medal, I, you know, I didn't feel like I needed it because I knew I had already won the, the best prize of all, and that's knowing that I'm a child of God and that I have eternal salvation. So, you know, it's, it's been a wonderful journey. And I'm, like I said, the track has been my greatest teacher 
and helping me to see how God sees me um, as his child. Sonia, about 15 seconds. Tell them where they can see you the next couple days. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I will be all over town. I'll be in New York and L.A. I'm going to be in Grand Rapids. I'll be in Eugene. I'm actually going back to Jamaica for a few days, and I'll be in South Florida. But you've said it so many times, Roman. You can go on my website, SoniaRichardsRoss.com, and you can see my full schedule. And you can follow me on social media at SoniaRichieRoss anytime. Sonia, this has gone by way too fast. I hope you'll come back and see us. Congratulations <laughs> with the new book. And tell that husband of yours I said hello and, and nothing but success. And, of course, real quickly, the other book, Run With Me, for young kids, yeah. 8 to 12. That should be fun. That's coming out soon as well. So keep checking her out. Sonia, I appreciate you coming. And hang on for a second. And uh, thank you again for being on Sold Out. Thanks, Roman. Thank you so much for having me. You're listening to a best-of edition of Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. In this segment, Roman talks with former Florida State quarterback Chris Ricks of Fox Sports. Visit FSPN.net for all things faith, family, and sports. And follow Roman on Facebook at the Roman Gabriel III fan page. Now, once again, here's Roman Gabriel III. We love to have quarterbacks in. Hey, guess why? Uh, one of our one of our favorites right here, former Florida State quarterback, 2000. Uh, well, let's put it this way: he's the only FSU guy to start four years for Bobby Bowden. One of our favorite coaches had a stint with the Chargers. Uh, now working for Fox Sports, has been doing it quite a while. Sideline as well as NFL and college football on radio as a regular guest on several shows out there. But uh, love to have this guy and Chris Ricks with us, former FSU Seminole. How you doing, my friend? Roman, I am doing well. It's a pleasure to be on your show. All right, let's let's get down to business. First, first of all, there aren't many Filipino quarterbacks that have played in the NFL. My dad was the first one. <laughs> uh, I found out we were talking before we came on the air tonight that you've got Filipino blood, Irish blood. It's like it's like we're kin almost. You know what I mean? And that's right. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, my uh, my mother Theta was a Filipino. Uh, rest her soul. She passed away from cancer. When I was seven years old, but uh, very proud of of our Filipino heritage. Uh, love my big family, as I know you've got a, probably a big Filipino family as well. And I've always taken a lot of pride in that. And it was really in, in college where my family let me know about the great Roman Gabriel. And uh, even playing in the ACC, Florida State and NC State, uh, I got to learn a little bit more about uh, your father and your family. And uh, I've always tried to, to represent that well, being, uh, like you said, not many Filipino uh, quarterbacks in past history. All right, now you have a son, Luke Roman. I know what Luke's all about, biblical, Roman, biblical. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's pretty cool, really cool. I, I always love to hear, love to hear uh, you know, I've met some people over the years that Roman's been a part of their son, our son's name, and that's awesome, just awesome. Yeah, well, um, you know, I actually like Roman for the first name of our of our firstborn son. That was my thought, but my wife really liked the name Luke. So as you know, marriage is is uh, always a uh, a compromise and an improvis- improvisation. So um, uh, we settled on Luke Roman, and yes, it was uh, you know my heart and our heart behind it was biblical. But then as we started sharing with our family, uh, mostly the Filipino family, most of my uncles uh, were talking about oh Roman after Roman Gabriel, right? And yeah. uh, so that was really neat. It really became 
not just 100% biblical, but became more 75% biblical and, and 25% uh, for Roman Gabriel. So uh, it, was a, it was a neat story and uh, really funny how all my uh, Filipino side didn't think it was for uh, the great apostle Luke but, or uh, Roman, but they were thinking Roman Gabriel. Well, I tell you, you know, you played for one of the great college football coaches and great men in the game. Um, I got to know Bobby Bowden years ago covering the ACC back in the mid-90s. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, one of the things that impresses me most about Florida State players, former players, is whenever you talk to them, uh, they talk so much about the influence that Coach Bobby Bowden had on their life. And, and I'm sure that that's probably true yeah. for you as well, right? Absolutely. I mean, first of all, for the opportunity he gave me and, and a scholarship to attend Florida State University, you know, I wasn't very deserving. You know, I was a, I was a good player, but uh, I know there was a lot better players out there that uh, he could have recruited. And uh, for him to say this is the first really scholarship offer from the state of California that I've done, because as you know, he, he really just had to stay in the South, in Florida, Georgia, Mississippi, Louisiana. Um, you know, I didn't quite get it at the time. But um, was very grateful for the opportunity. Mark Rick uh, was also heavily recruiting me uh, through that process at Florida State. So the combination of, of Bobby Bowden and Mark Rick really led me to, uh, to go there and the fact that, that they won the national championship my senior year. So I thought it was just for football, uh, you know, just being a, a young, you know, lost high school kid. But uh, I learned that it was a lot more than that. Uh, hearing his, him start every meeting with, uh, message of faith and salvation, and then uh, telling me about VFCA, as he called it, and I didn't know what VFCA was, <laughs> and finding out, uh, you know, about the Fellowship of Christian Athletes and um, just a different environment than, than I kind of had grew, grew up in, and uh, hearing guys like Deion Sanders and Peter Bulware and Corey Simon and Charlie Ward and all these guys coming back and talking about their faith, it, it made a huge impact uh, on me and really started the faith process for me. So Coach Bowden, uh, as you know, for many former players, has uh, made such a big impact. He's, he's one of my heroes. And my second son is actually named Bobby uh, oh, Robert awesome. after, after Coach Bowden. Chris Ricks is with us, former Florida State quarterback, and uh, had a stint with the Chargers, now Fox Sports, covering college and professional football. And he also, uh, well, this this is what you and I have in common as well. I served, of course, uh, four years with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Kansas and Arkansas. You are working yeah. with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Southern California, so what a great, great opportunity for you to uh, serve out in SoCal. That's awesome. Yes, uh, my wife Anita and I have been on staff with FCA now going on seven years. Uh, February will be uh, will be our seven-year mark. And uh, again, just FCA made an impact on me in, in college at Florida State, started that, that faith journey for me, got me plugged in, uh, you know, to a church uh, and into uh, Champions for Christ with Pastor Ron Miller there at Florida State. So uh, it impacted my life, and then coming back years later, uh, speaking at some schools in Southern California, the opportunity presented itself to come on staff as a director here in Los Angeles. And, uh, you know, obviously with the combination of ministry and sports, two of my biggest passions, uh, passions and then the fact that uh, I was involved in college, it was something that God was calling us to do. So it's, uh, it's been a privilege. We're on about 95 campuses in wow. Los Angeles County. And uh, still very in its infant stages, but um, 
it's a blessing and a privilege to be a part of the ministry here in California and specifically in Los Angeles where uh, more and more of the gospel is needed. Well, uh, you know, we started with FCA, and it gave us the vision to start our own ministry called Sold Out Youth Ministries and then to start our network, the Facebook Programming Network. So, so many of the lessons learned, so many of the training opportunities and just the opportunity to share the gospel in public schools was was such an incredible field. So uh, awesome that you're involved with uh, not only college and professional sports, but able to reach out to junior high and high school students, and it's so needed today. So uh, congratulations with that. That is totally cool. Uh, the other thing I was gonna was gonna say about um, college football today is is that you know there's such an opportunity on colleges campuses. I, I know you've probably noticed that um, things have changed on college campuses in terms of uh, openness to the gospel. I mean, when I was in college, yeah. it was a different thing, and I know even when you were in college, it's changed since then. So. Getting to the kids in junior high and high school is so, so important to develop that spiritual foundation, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, I wish I had something like like FCA or something like that before college. I wasn't introduced to a fun, engaging sports ministry like FCA until college, until Florida State. Uh, I, I guess I kind of grew up in the church, but uh, I was, as you know, one of the, uh, what they call the CEO Christians. Right, Christmas and Easter only. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe Mother's Day to honor my mom, uh, but uh, you know, really didn't grow up in the church. So uh, to have that kind of um, environment and atmosphere uh, in college was great. But man, if I could have had that in high school, let alone middle school, uh, it would have impacted me even earlier, and I would have made some different decisions. So uh, to be able to connect with these high school students, these middle uh, middle school students, it is invaluable because, as we see, when you get to college, you're you're kind of set in your own way. Yes, you're a young adult, but uh, not only have you, you kind of set your ways and your habits throughout high school, but uh, and now you're even more open to be indoctrinated by uh, the college ad- agenda and the professors and what they're telling you. So uh, it, it's uh, definitely strategic. Thankful for the. Uh, uh, for the, the model and the opportunity that SDA provides for us to come on the high school campuses, the middle school campuses, plant seeds of, of faith and encouragement um, as these young people are really molding who they're going to become, not just when they're husbands and, and fathers and wives and mothers, but even as college students. Chris Ricks is with us, Florida State quarterback, and of course uh, working for Fox Sports covering college and NFL football. And about a minute left before I let you go. Um, things becoming very interesting in the college football playoff rankings. We came into the week with Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, Clemson, Louisville, Washington, Wisconsin, those top seven teams. Of course, things changed with a big shakeup last week when you had Ohio State and Michigan losing, Clemson yeah. losing. Uh, but Louisville's loss on Thursday night really throws another wrench in, right? It does, Roman. And as we notice, every year, those Thursday night games, uh, something crazy always happens. I, mean, I remember at Florida State, we're ranked number three uh, in 2003, and uh, we go up to Clemson and on a Thursday night, well, we get upset. Uh, and actually, speaking of Louisville, in 2002, we went up to Papa John Stadium Thursday night. It's a monsoon. It's raining. We get upset. So uh, I experienced it as a player and now as an analyst for the past 12 years. Those Thursday night games, very rarely 
go as planned. And we saw it again this past Thursday night uh, with Louisville and Houston. So uh, they're always fun to watch. But uh, whether it's a trap game or it's the atmosphere or, or just that Thursday night jinx, uh, the, the favorite uh, very often gets upset, and we, we saw it again. So you have to uh, credit Coach Herman that the job he continues to do at Houston and uh, the target on Lamar Jackson and, and Louisville's back. So, you know, they're still going to make a great bowl game, and who knows what can happen over the next few weeks. But, you know, that essentially has taken them out of the national championship. Now it's going to be who's going to – you know, who's going to finish this thing? You know, who's going to stop believing all their, their own press and own a hype like we've seen with Ohio State and, and Michigan, uh, even Washington last week, and now Louisville. But this is why we love college football, right? And that's why they play the game. And uh, it's really a, a matter of the survival of the fittest and who's going to be in that, that top four at the end. So it's always fun to watch, and these next few weeks are going to continue to be exciting. Chris, about 10 seconds. Who do you like for the Heisman? Is this, is this going to be a big blow, uh, Louisville's loss uh, and Lamar Jackson? You know, I think he's done enough. As long as he finishes strong, we see every year the winners at least have one or two games where they're not at their best. So I think he's still done enough. If he doesn't have another game like he did on Thursday and finishes strong, I still like Lamar Jackson to win the Heisman. Chris Ricks, former Florida State quarterback. Uh, You can find him on Fox Sports covering college football. You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, www.fspn.net, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel III. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk. Your source for faith, family, and sports.